Welcome to season two of Wild Soul Conversations. I'm your host, Brittany. I believe our stories are powerful and can impact the world around us. On this season of Wild Soul Conversations, we will be changing it up a bit. You will still be hearing from a variety of women as they share their stories, but we will have a larger focus on mental health in this season. As we dive into these women's stories, you will be hearing how they endured hard seasons, experienced breakthroughs, how God showed up for them, and much more. My hope is through these conversations, you will be encouraged and know that you aren't alone. So grab your coffee or your tea and let's start the conversation. Welcome to Wild Soul Conversations. I am your host, Tammy Duran, and I'm normally not hosting, but today I have the honor and privilege to introduce the woman who put this all together, Brittany Andresen. Hi, Brittany. Hi, thanks for having me on oh. my podcast. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so honored that you're able to do this with me today. And I was like, okay, who would be the perfect fit? I'm like, Tammy, I need to get her on. So thanks for doing this. <laughs> oh, no problem. It's definitely, yeah, usually I'm on the other side of the seat. So this time we get to hear your story. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm really excited to share today. So. Cool. So I just have a couple of little questions before we get into it. So my first one is, what are your passions in life? Oh, this is a good one. Um, I feel like my passions have kind of changed and evolved throughout the years. But I would say I'm really passionate about just my faith and my relationship with Jesus and for others to come to know Jesus as well. Um yeah, God has been just a big part of my life. And I'm, yeah, really, really passionate about that. And then I would say, currently, I'm also really passionate about um, mental health and emotional health. Um, That's why a lot of this podcast season is focused on that. And just, um, and obviously, we're going to go into more of my story, (laughs) why that's been more of a passion uh, for me lately. But um, yeah, Wow, that is amazing. That's definitely such an amazing list of things uh, to be passionate about. Yeah, I know a few. I'm yeah. sure I could list out quite a few more. I'm sure you could. <laughs> okay, so then with all this passion you have for life, do you have any free time to do things? I do. Yeah, so I really enjoy hiking. I'm all about, yeah, getting outdoors. So pretty much weekly, I am, yeah, going somewhere exploring in my backyard. I live in the Okanagan, so there's so many different hiking trails. So uh, you will find me on a mountain somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just depending on my mood, like if I've had just more of a busy week, like staying in on my free time, just, you know, getting into your comfy PJs, watching a movie, you know, making some popcorn. I'm all about the dill seasoning yes. and all dressed together. Yes. Those are so oh, good. <laughs> oh my gosh, the best combo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, and then as far as just like, I guess we're going into summer, so I'm really into, you know, just going, yeah, out outside, really. So the beach, I'm like a five-minute walk to the beach, so biking. I'm really excited to, yeah, do some camping this summer, too. I haven't for like years, so those are some things. Yeah. Awesome. So it sounds, have you been in Kelowna all your life? 
Pretty much. We moved here in 1996. Uh, originally was born in Prince Super, which is a small town way up north in British Columbia. It's like a small fishing town. Um, but my parents moved here. Yeah, because my mom wanted to be a nurse. And then my dad uh, was still a commercial fisherman. So he commuted all the time. But then he transitioned um to become a custom home builder. But yeah, so pretty much was raised in Kelowna. I graduated here at Rutland Senior Secondary as well. So awesome. it's been home. <laughs> cool. Yeah, this is a beautiful place. I've, I've, I call this home too, but I wasn't originally from here. But um, okay, so what are you excited about this year then? You were talking about mental health, um, how that's something that you are casting a vision for. So what are you excited about for this year? Yeah, so well, currently I'm working on two fun projects. So one being this podcast, I'm really excited about. Uh, it's just been something that's been on my heart for a while. I really felt to get this going again. So that's something. And then I'm also working on a second podcast with a ministry school that I was a part of um, in 2020 to 2021 called BSSM. It's in Redding, California. Okay. So I'll be working with the Canadian alumni um, BSSM podcast. So yeah, those are some things that I'm really looking forward to this year. But um, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so why did you start this podcast in the first place? Yeah, so one of the main reasons was I just really believe in the power of our testimonies. And I felt like through my journey, uh, dealing with a lot of different mental health uh, things the last year, I felt like hearing different people's stories really helped me. I learned so much from each one of my friends as they opened up and were able to share. Um, also, the power of our testimony and just what God has done in our lives um, and releasing that to others, I feel like is so powerful. And so that was a big reason. And then also too, um, knowing that like we're not alone and opening up the dialogue on the topic of mental health, I feel like is really important. Sometimes um, there can be like shame attached to the things that we go through, especially with mental health still. And I feel like having these conversations, um, yeah, just really opens up and getting the support that we need and Again, uh, I feel like we can learn so much from each one of these ladies who will be sharing on this season. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be featuring a few different therapists as well. Those will be more educational. So for me, also, I'm learning more about mental health. I'm really passionate about the subject um, since going through my own challenges this last year. So yeah, really looking forward to it. So this is the first episode featuring my story. And I'm really excited to dive in. Also, it's, you know, vulnerable and just because there was only a few select people who knew. But um, yeah, I just feel like it's the right timing to open up and share. And I feel also, too, it's a part of the kind of like that healing journey, right? I know that, Tammy, uh, you were able to share your testimony and your story on season one. Yes. So yeah. now we're in reverse seats. Oh my goodness. Now you're interviewing me. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Thank you so much for actually including me um, originally in that podcast, but also now letting me be able to interview you. That's super awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. And I was just like, oh, who's going to be the perfect person? And I'm like, oh, Tammy, because oh. <laughs> I, I was able to interview you and and now you're able to do the same. So yeah, thanks so much for being here and being able to do this. Of course. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, let tell me 
uh, about your story. Uh, like, so what happened with you? And uh, I know you were talking a little bit about that. Um, I know from when you shared with me about uh, when you were at Reading, uh, you were you were just leaving um, your Bible study and you were just super excited. You were on fire. But tell me about what happened to your mental health at that point. Yeah. So as you said, I was in Redding, California, attending, yeah, BSSM, which is a Bible school down there. So yeah, as you said, I was definitely on fire on the top of my life, just thriving. And I started experiencing some anxiety the last month of being in school. Uh, It started on my missions trip, actually, to Portland. Um, It only lasted just that weekend and didn't really fully know like what was happening, but I was just like, okay, maybe I'm just like nervous. So maybe it's just like more anxiousness kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then left Portland, came back. um, And now fast forward to like basically a week and a half before I graduated, I walked into the civic auditorium where we had school daily, which there was about probably like 500 to 600 people in a room daily. So it was basically like you're attending a conference like every day. It was super epic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I walked in and I all of a sudden got hit with like major anxiety. And I knew it what I knew it was anxiety because I I dealt with like a little bit of anxiety in my past, just like uh, situational around like a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, wow, this is so interesting. I had to like run to the bathroom because I thought I was going to throw up. I felt like it was almost like a, a bit of a panic attack. Um, so that whole week, uh, leading up to graduation, I basically was experiencing debilitating anxiety. It was uh, affecting my sleep. Uh, It was really, really hard to function. I wasn't eating that week at all, barely. Um, Still the whole week, not too sure what was happening. I had a bunch of people just like praying for me. And Mm -hmm. uh, my roommate at the time uh, also had her own experience. So she was just such a great uh, help and support. And if it wasn't for her at times, I like, oh, I don't know where I would would have been at times. But um, yeah, and so basically got to graduation barely. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. uh, came in waves, which was really interesting. It kind of got um, more intense with groups of people. Mm -hmm. So later on, you know, I eventually talked to my therapist about what exactly was causing that um because at first I'm like okay why am I it's almost like social anxiety but I was like I've never dealt with this before it was very um and heightened and so anyways so that's kind of how it started Mm -hmm. and we ended up uh having a trip planned to go along the Oregon coast uh because we had to go home you know uh our visa was running out so my plan was to go, uh, yeah, just work full time uh, back in Kelowna, where I'm from, mm-hmm. and then return uh, to second year in uh, the fall. And so, yeah, you know, things obviously didn't go to plan, <laughs> yeah, um, which happens. But yeah, so that kind of started the journey. Uh, we did the Oregon coast, like I said, going back home was really hard. Uh, I felt like, okay, we had this trip planned. Let's do it. Maybe it'll be just more relaxing. But, Mm. um, and it was fun. Like I did 
have great moments, but it was also really challenging still dealing with a ton of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to pull over at times. It was really, really hard to drive as well, which I never dealt with before. Um, talking with some friends after this all happened, um, they were like, yeah, I had that before. Like driving was a, you know, a big thing. Uh, they had just a lot of challenges with it. Um, it brought on just extra anxiety. And so I was like, yeah, that totally happened to me. And, um, so again, if it wasn't for my friend Amanda in those moments, I probably would have had to like go into the hospital or something just cause it was just so hard to function. Mm. Um, yeah. So basically got home, um, had a really, really hard summer, mm. uh, was also dealing with a ton of depression on and off. Never also dealt with that to that degree. Um, when I got home, my parents were just obviously really shocked because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just came back from Bible school. You know, I should be thriving, right? All these things. And um, so that was, I, I think, yeah, they would probably say it was really hard to see me that way. Um And then I ended up actually seeing a therapist, uh, a few different ones that summer. So this would have been, yeah, the summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up uh, seeing a pastoral counselor until December. Uh, So that was really, really helpful, I found. Um, So as you, you know... No, I did not end up returning back to second year. So had to process just a lot of pain, disappointment. Um, so that was really great just to be able to, you know, show up to my counselor weekly <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and be able to just process a lot of that out. Uh, was still dealing with on and off panic attacks um, throughout the summer and then Um, the fall got a little bit better, but then depression really, really sank in, in the winter. Mm. Um, I didn't really tell a whole lot of people, but I was also dealing with, um, like intrusive thoughts, um, which I know Tammy on your story too, you mentioned you had as well. Yes. Yeah. Which can be scary because those also were suicidal thoughts, Mm. which I never dealt with as well either. So just a lot, right? Um, A lot going on. And um, so, yeah, so I felt some months were great. Some months I just, yeah, maybe wasn't so great. (laughs) Mm. Um, And I mentioned I did exposure therapy. So with that, um, I guess, yeah, explaining Uh, exposure therapy would just be like a thing that really is scary to you and kind of taking baby steps to kind of introduce that, right? Would you say that's pretty accurate, Tammy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that um, in order for you to be going through this, it's, it takes time, you know, you have to, you have to be patient, which is Mm -hmm. so hard to hear when you're in it, because it's like, you know, no, I just want to get this done. I want to, I want this feeling to go away. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know that was definitely at times I'm like, ah, why is this still happening? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so through, yeah, exposure therapy, I was able to do that because again, I was um, having sometimes panic attacks and busy places still, and just like out of the blue. And I was like, okay, 
I, I don't have, my therapist was like, you don't have social anxiety. Basically what she said was when your nervous system is like out of whack and when you're just really burnt out, mm-hmm. um, sometimes like stimulating environments can really like affect people. So it's almost like you kind of get like hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. that's how she yeah explained it to me obviously she went into like way more details <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so yeah so did that felt like I was getting better obviously did a few you know exposure events with like close friends and then yeah fast forward uh January I ended up having like a really bad month again I had anxiety that just kind of came out of nowhere again not too sure really how to pinpoint it Mm -hmm. again, still kind of trying to discover like all, you know, the whys and the root. Right. Um, and so I ended up talking to my doctor actually, and she was just like, I think maybe you should see like a clinical psychologist Mm -hmm. just because, um, I was seeing someone who was more of like a pastoral counselor and they were really great. Um, but I think I just kind of needed a shift. And sometimes that happens within, um, your journey, right? Like I've heard people end up seeing like five different therapists yeah, <laughs> and they just change it up, right? Yeah. Well, you have um, to know what's best for you, right? Everyone's so different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you might need to just maybe see like a special therapist who maybe deals with just trauma or whatever it may be. So um, yeah, so I ended up seeing a clinical psychologist and I found that that was really beneficial for me because she basically like went into more of like the science and just really laid like a lot of education for me um, and gave me like a lot of helpful tools as well. So yeah, now here we're, you know, doing this podcast and it's now June. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started noticing uh, quite a big change in Uh, I would say like the early spring and um, yeah, she basically was just like, you know, just be gentle on yourself. And during this whole time, like I didn't really work as well. So I really took the time to just like rest. Mm -hmm. Um, Rest was such a big thing for me. So um, I felt, yeah, just through everything and my whole journey, I, I still, you know, I think it was a combo of quite a few things. I'm still kind of discovering. I might not know like what that initial big thing that caused it all. And sometimes, yeah, we just don't know. And maybe we'll discover, you know, more things down the road. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just really trusting. Yeah. I really had to just trust God in it all. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the journey <laughs> that led wow. me to where I am. Um, yeah, I'm still, you know, I still have some moments, but I would say that I'm definitely not in survival mode anymore. I have a yeah. job now nice. and I'm able to, um, yeah, just experience life again. I just feel so much more happier and just in a really good place overall now. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you still have lots of things to process at times. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, just want to thank like Jesus just for getting me through it all. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you did, you did talk about um, some of the things that helped you um, in the beginning stages of, of your journey, as well as, um, you know, what helped you, but was there any other resources or tools that, that also continuously or that you didn't mention that helped you through that? I actually found these two apps really helpful. Um, the Abide app, I think you've used it too, Tammy. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that one and then the Calm app. Yeah, so, another good one. <laughs> yeah, I really would recommend both of those. I felt like when my anxiety was at its peak, those just were like really soothing for me. Like the Abide app is like more like faith based. So they would like have scriptures and then um, the Calm app had like quite a bit of just like breathing techniques and That's a lot right. of yeah they yeah. had like this sleeping uh I can't remember what it's called anyways just go check those two out <laughs> yeah 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 I agreed too those ones were very helpful because I had a little bit of insomnia when I was feeling that way as well so they were really great for calming mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no totally and then I found um, this book actually was really helpful. It's called Untangle Your Anxiety by Joshua Fletcher. Okay. I ended up reading this in the winter and it was an audible book. So I'm sure he probably has a hard copy on like Amazon. But anyways, I would suggest that book. And then there was another book called The Body Keeps Score. Now, this was like a pretty intense book, Mm -hmm. but it's about like how... Um, trauma is stored in our body throughout the years. So I actually didn't end up reading the full thing, but because it's pretty like lengthy and it's actually, I think for like more therapists, but a lot of people who are interested in mental health and psychology, yeah, I would suggest it. But it was interesting because when I ended up changing therapists um, in February to a clinical psychologist, because I was just like, all right, I think I you know, after talking to my doctor, I just needed something a little bit different. But Mm -hmm. she was actually explaining it to me too. It's called the window of tolerance. Okay, so basically, all these like past little traumas in your life or big traumas like end up, again, like, keeping kind of score. And if we don't, like process it properly or heal those, um, those situations then they kind of like add up and our window of tolerance like shrinks so I'm probably not like saying everything possibly correctly but she is amazing (laughs) yeah Yeah. like the therapist anyways because so basically for me she was explaining that my window of tolerance was still really small and it hasn't um expanded and so doing like different techniques and healing your nervous system is going to help so I was spiking still like up so above which would mean uh having like panic attacks and anxiety and then low would be like more like depression right um, disassociating and yes more of that Anyways, you can Google it. It was really interesting. It kind of made a lot of sense to me. Wow. So that kind of like connected to that book, like The Body Keeps Score. So I found that a clinical psychologist really, really helped me kind of more with like the science part and Mm -hmm. just explaining, which I I felt like I kind of needed. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. And then a couple other books, there was a book actually you read Tammy, which was called when God becomes real. Yes. Oh my word. Yeah. That was, that was a raw real book for sure for me. (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
I felt like for me, yeah, listening to that book, like it almost give, gave me hope because right. when you're right, when you're in the middle of it, like you sometimes don't think you're ever going to get out of it. Right. Yeah. And so I found that that was really helpful, like listening to his story and how like God really showed up for him, like in the middle of like him, because he was experiencing like debilitating anxiety and panic attacks, right? Yes. yes. So I found that book was helpful. And then, yeah, Dr. Caroline Leaf, like, I don't know if you. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. I know she has a lot as well. Oh, man, I could go on. There's another another YouTuber who I found was really helpful, too. It's called Therapy in a Nutshell. Mm -hmm. So she was really helpful, too. She has like a lot of different like yeah, just simple videos on explaining anxiety and different therapy methods. And she has like tons of tools and resources as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also just a couple other things, this book called uh, Dialectical Behavior Therapy, my psychologist recommended. And it's mostly she was telling me for people who deal with like, um, bipolar I guess or personality disorders and things like that okay I believe the book uh, this therapy is normally used for I guess when it was first um, put out there but she said it also helps people uh, dealing with anxiety and depression and so you can yeah buy the workbook on Amazon which I did and it comes with a bunch of different like journal options breathing exercises but one thing that I found was really cool for me is it had like a self-care, like emergency tool plan, basically. Oh, that's Which good. uses your five senses. Right. So you would like basically think of things that would use your five senses that you would do at home or things that you would do away from home. So for instance, like if I was feeling really anxious and dealing with a lot of, um, yeah, just obviously anxiety or whatever, then I would take this self-care emergency tool kit mm-hmm. and then have that on hand. So I would just like remember because sometimes, yeah, you're in the moment and you just kind of forget what to do sometimes. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. what I think is really interesting about this journey of yours is that you're learning so much about yourself which is amazing. And now you have the resources to actually apply them in, in the day day life, right? So yeah, I think that's totally. incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I learned so much. And like through therapy, like I just was able to, yeah, like I said, gain a ton of tools. And yeah. then also I felt like other people like sharing their stories were really powerful too. Like yourself, like you were there for me and like able to share it. Well, I obviously knew your story ahead of time, but you able to kind of be able to help me through things Mm -hmm. and other friends too, who opened up and shared their stories. And I felt was encouraging as well. And I learned from them too, because they had like different tools and stuff that helped them. And everyone's so different, right? Oh, so true. Right. Like something worked for them and other like it didn't work for me, but then some things did. So, yeah, yeah, I found that was encouraging, too. And just knowing that I was going to get through it. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you have like a great, um, great tools to maintain your progress. Um, So are you Mm -hmm. still applying those things today, like in your daily daily routine? 
Yeah, I am. Uh, so yeah, I would say I definitely incorporate a lot of self care within my routine and just checking in with myself like on a daily and weekly basis and just seeing like how I'm doing. Um, and then also just, you know, if I am feeling kind of off maybe one week, then I'll end up, you know, not planning as much that week and just kind of incorporating more self-care so again like you know being in nature or you know I I think self-care is not all about like the bubble baths and everything right yeah (laughs) like they say (laughs) yeah but I mean those things are great and definitely a part but um just yeah like really checking in with yourself and like your needs and if yeah you have too much on your schedule then maybe you're able to kind of yeah reschedule some things and just kind of checking in with your capacity. Yeah. So yeah, for I would sure. say, yeah, those are some things that I still do on a weekly basis. And a lot of the, yeah, the same, same tools that I've learned, I still, yeah, incorporate those. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. It's so important. Like, I feel like it's just the basic things like eating healthy, exercising, go out, go out in nature, like the things that we should be doing um, that sometimes we, we don't because it's such a busy life. Right. You totally. Yeah. yeah, no, you can get really, yeah, busy. It's almost like, yeah, you have to deliberately like schedule yeah, it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, um, and then one thing too with that, like just checking in with yourself. Yeah. I did this uh, course in the winter and it was like a journaling challenge. So actually like bringing God into that space and like, how is my heart doing today? Mm-hmm. And like actually like asking the Lord and right. him like revealing things. So like, for instance, one morning I was like, Oh, you know, how, how's my heart today, Papa? And, um, I felt like I was doing fairly well, but then he was just like revealing a few things and I'm like, okay, yeah, actually like kind of like going deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Just able to like process some things out. And anyway, so I found like that was really helpful as well. Just like those journal chicken. Oh, amazing. First of all, I want to say that's so sweet that you call God Papa. That just fills my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Secondly, I, know. I wanted to actually go back to to God. And I know obviously God is a big part of your life. You um you are a Christian, you have built your life around the Lord. Um tell me a little bit about your journey with God when you were going through this time. Yeah, so I actually had a really tough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people that I've talked to also had challenges like just connecting with God through their like mental health um struggles in that season of their life so for me like I said like I was on such a high like just being in bible school and really felt connected to God and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden when this all happened like and had to process a lot of disappointment and like I felt like I had to go through like a lot of like, okay, you feel really far away. (laughs) I feel Mm. like I'm abandoned. Right. Um, And then, yeah. So just really like giving all of that to him. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I am not going to lie. Like it was really challenging. I felt um, like at times, like I wasn't able to really hear him Mm -hmm. a lot and So anyways, it kind of took like quite a few months, actually, even through the winter, like I I felt too like, oh, just 
like, where are you? You know, like, why am I still experiencing, you know, this? And so I remember the one time I ended up, um, it's called, well, basically it's like inner healing, like prayer. So I actually had a friend who does this, it's called like Sozo ministry. Okay. It's basically like inner uh, healing, like prayer and they pray for you. And so basically prayer ministry, I guess. So I actually called her up and we did a session and she actually asked me to invite the Lord into this one time where I was like, really just like crying myself to sleep and like, God, where are you? And she asked me to like, ask the Lord, like where he was in the room. Mm -hmm. And I actually like saw a picture of him like sitting at like the end of my bed and wow. he was just like there, like just comforting me wow. and just like just reminding me that like he never left me and he's always been there. And so that just really like hit a chord. I actually like got like just really emotional because like the whole time, right? Like, yeah, I mean, get a little emotional now <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Oh. just because like, you know, you're just going through a lot, right? And like having sure. to process a lot. And so, um, yeah, I was just reminded like of that song too during that time that like, um, you know, when we don't see him, like I can't remember what the song is called, but it's like a Bethel song. But when we don't see him working, like he is working oh, behind yeah. the scenes, you know, and even when I don't feel him, he's working like yes. he's such a miracle working God. Yes. I don't know the song name, but do you know which one I'm talking about? I think it's even when I don't, I can't, I would, I could sing it maybe, but <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of that one. Yeah. Um, even when I don't see it, you're working or something. Yeah. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Anyway, so that song actually was, um, yeah, just a great reminder for me too. And so yeah, like I said, it was really tough, but just reminding myself of those moments and really just inviting God in into those spaces when I didn't feel him. And he yes. always um, ended up just being like such a good papa, like he's always there to yes. give us what we need. And so, yeah, I just had to be like really intentional right? and yeah. dive into the word when I didn't feel like it, you know, or listening to worship when I was just like, oh, I feel... So, you know, not good. Mm. <laughs> Just being real. <laughs> right, right. I found I found the name. It's called Waymaker. And Oh, is it? The chorus that you're referring to is even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. And then it mm-hmm. says, You never stop, you never stop working. That that's the one, right? Yes, yeah. that one. Yeah. Yes, right. I'm like, oh, I should know this one. <laughs> so, well, no, I, I had it in my head too. But I'm like, what's the name of that? But yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah no, that was such a prominent song. Okay, oh, so man. we got it. So Waymaker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then another thing too, like just with that journey with God, I'm actually like a big dreamer. So Yes, you are, girl. <laughs> yeah, I have like so many dreams. <laughs> yeah. So one of the dreams that I had, what is I actually like in the middle of like, just being in this like complete darkness. And at this time, like I was dealing with a lot of like suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. and just really dark nights. And I was still like, um, you know, living with my parents too. So there were a couple of times throughout this month where I would just like be having a panic attack and running Mm -hmm. to their room. And then, um, but I had this dream during that time where I actually was on a stage sharing my testimony Wow. And I was like radically like 
set free and like healed. Uh, amen. And um and so I felt like that again was like a God kiss. Like he yes. was like, "You're gonna get through this," you right, know. Right. And I totally believe in like Aww. the power of healing and like prayer. Yes. So I would say that was like another God kiss. Oh my <laughs> I'm getting word. all emotional. Oh, over I, here. Can, I can hear you. My goodness. I wish I could give you a big hug. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, so. you actually referred to God kisses to me too. And I'm like, there was tons of kisses from God. You just look back right? and you see all the different times that he just, you know, was there for you. And I, I could even see it just watching you, um, throughout the year on how much you have grown and progressed. Um, so it's amazing to see and to watch you. Yeah, no, for sure. I know. Yeah. And just even your journey too, like just seeing where God led you, you know, it's amazing to see. And like, you know, in the moment, sometimes you don't think you're going to get through it. But Right. And his so plan's beautiful. always better, always better. Yeah, than <laughs> totally. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I have another question for you, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, um, totally. What would you tell yourself back in the time where you were feeling this this struggle? What would you tell yourself back then that you now that the knowledge that you have now? Like what would what were the kind words or some words that you would say to yourself back then? Yeah, I would say like just not be like as hard on yourself. I felt like I was really tough on myself because I'm like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And it almost like brought like a lot of shame. Like I had like a hard time. Like I didn't want to be like around a lot of people because I didn't want them to like know that I was struggling. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was like something that I would say like, okay, we all go through challenging seasons. Like it's okay to be messy mm -hmm. and not have yourself like all together. And nobody and is. <laughs> I know, right? And that was like a big kind of learning thing for me too. Like, yeah. oh wow, yeah, maybe there is like a lot of like, I always have to have it together. But mm. so yeah, not being as hard on myself. And um, yeah, I would just say, I would say that. And I would just say, yeah, be like, give yourself a lot more compassion. Right. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. compassion would be one thing. And also saying, you know, like, you're just gonna, you're gonna get through this. Like, mm. even though, you know, at times when people would say that to me, I would be like, yeah. you're crazy, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, this is so much, but right. um, yeah, I think those would be, a, I think the biggest thing though, is just not be like as hard on yourself. Wow, Brittany, that is, is amazing. It's so important to, to be able to reflect on that, but also to, to do those. I think, I think sometimes it's so hard to actually be compassionate or to be gentle on ourselves. We can give it so, you know, openly to others, but sometimes it's it's hard to do it for ourselves. I know me personally, I struggle with that. So um, you're actually giving me advice that I also need to live out regularly as well. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, no, I think when you're in the middle of it, right, it's just hard at times, you know, we're sometimes our worst critics. So just being, yeah, like I said, more gentle on ourselves, giving ourselves more compassion, um, I think is super key. So, mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing. It, it definitely takes a lot of courage to open up and talk about the real stuff and to be vulnerable. So I really appreciate you sharing your story. Um, I, I, I think that you're doing awesome. I know that you have inspired and touched so many other people's lives. And this is going to be a true testimony that I know you'll be able to share continuously with others. So thank you so much for sharing your heart. 
Well, thank you for interviewing me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really um, just, yeah, happy to be able to share. And yeah, like I said, you know, sometimes it is a little bit, you know, vulnerable, right? But I just uh, really just feel the power of our testimony and being able to share with others and just, yeah, create more awareness about mental health. And um, like I said, you know, I feel like we can all learn from each one of our stories as well. So thank you again, Tammy, for coming on and interviewing me. And I just wanted to say thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, yeah, tuning in for this first episode of season two of Wild Soul conversations. If you are new here, uh, feel free to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And also you can go to our website, wildsoulconversations.com. And you can actually join our email list. uh, So you'll get a new podcast uh, dropped in your inbox every time it gets released. So Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited for this season to get started. You're definitely in for a treat. There's going to be um, tons of different women's, all different walks of life, and just really uh, hearing their story and their testimonies. And like I said, a few therapists will be on this season as well. So thanks again, everyone. Have a great day wherever you are. And know whatever you're going through, God is with you. He's never leaving you. He's holding your hand. And um Yeah. Bless you guys. Take care. Bye.